Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free while lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to having doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, today I want to be just completely honest and open and transparent with you that me as a financial advisor, I go through things. And I remember a a moment that I just had this gripping fear, that kind of fear that squeezed my stomach so incredibly tight. Have you ever felt something like that before? Like it's churning and churning and churning. And in my case, I was asking myself, is this the right move? Could I be wrong again? And this fear that I was grappling with was causing me to hesitate. My mind just swirling with the possibilities, with the consequences. Could this be an amazing opportunity? But what if I losing if I lose money on this? Am I buying at the top? Am I buying at a relative bottom? Maybe you've had conflicting feelings like this in medicine. Maybe you've made some mistakes along the way. Maybe you felt confused and you're wondering what to do next when you think of financial investments. Maybe you're like me and from time to time you've had financial PTSD. And I am not afraid to admit I have many seeds of doubt that I grapple with. For me personally, I started this business back in uh, early 2002, and we've had this feast and famine of the last two decades, which the, the first decade, oh my gosh, it was just boom and bust, going from the financial crisis of the tech crash in 2001 to 2003, and then the financial crisis of the Great Recession, 2007 to 2009, and then most recently our our bear market that we had in 2022. And in each moment, each time, you know, I can, as I look back, I really can point to some things that I did really well, as well as some decisions that I've regretted. And as I do some self-reflection and I just honestly look at what am I feeling as I, as I look at current decisions. And I can tell you in some cases, I've been scarred by these events. And when I'm managing people's money, there's this burden, this weight that at least for me, I feel on my shoulders. These people are trusting me with their lifetime savings. I don't want to put them in a horrible position. I want them to succeed. And 
I, I can still feel the pain that haunts me. What is that pain? The pain of being wrong, really, I think. That, um, gosh, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. And this nagging doubt, this nagging self-doubt, has even caused me to lose sleep sometimes. This nagging self-doubt that, gosh, do I have the right judgment? Just to give you an example, when I first got into this, this business, international stocks were all the rage. If you can imagine back in 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, that tech had just gone to hell in a handbasket and uh, Google, Facebook, you know, all of these companies were in their infancy. And all of the rage at the time was centered around the BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, and China, the emerging markets. And those were the hot area to allocate. Those were the tech stocks, uh, if you will, that happened in 2010 to 2020. And so it's like, oh, man, to be diversified, you should have international stocks as part of your asset allocation. And as a matter of fact, if you look even today, over the last two decades, 10%, 20%, most asset allocation models say should be dedicated to international investments. Now, it's interesting that helped you a ton, like 2000 to 2007, you had brick exposure, you had international equities, you were crushing US domestic stocks. But if we look at the last decade, you'll see how badly international equities have been beaten by domestics. For example, if you look at international stock indices like the MSCI, IFA, and you look at the FTSE emerging markets, and you compare that to the S&P 500, let's say from 2010 to 2020, and even you could just look at the last decade too, or the last five years, that uh, to give you an example, in 2020, IFA every year over 10 years averaged an average annual rate of return of about 4%. The emerging markets averaged a paltry 2.2%. The S&P in that decade averaged a whopping 13.7. 13.7 compared to 4.43 compared to 2.3. And now for a commercial break. Every year, about this time of the year, I have physicians asking me, Dave, I hate the taxes I'm paying. How can I lower my taxes? How can I understand what the heck is going on here? Well, that's why we have put together a tax cheat sheet that really has almost everything that you'd ever wanna know about taxes. Two-page document, super simple. I put together a few videos to walk you through it. All you have to do to receive this awesome document is tax the word cheat sheet. All one word, C-H-E-A-T-S-H-E-E-T to 833-343-2986. If you wanna get your copy, of the 2023 tax cheat sheet, make sure to text the word, all one word, cheat sheet, 
C-H-E-A-T-S-H-E-E-T to 833-343-2986. Nothing better you can do for yourself than to get educated on taxes. And so, my friends, make sure to download that cheat sheet again. You can text all one word cheat sheet to 833-243-2986. And now, back to the show. To be honest, I was still stuck in the 2000s to a degree, not realizing the impact of tech, thinking, oh, part of a diversified portfolio. We need to have 10% international. And man, I mean, literally emerging markets compared to S&P in that decade of 2010 to 2020, you got a six times return by being in the S&P compared to emerging markets. Now, I don't know if that trend's going to continue the next 10. You can make many of a good case why uh, it, it may. You can also argue it may not. But here's, here's um, what I knew as I moved through the mid-2010s, I really say, you know what, clearly this ain't working. You know, some of the, the growth in China sounds great, but it's not actually realizing itself when you look at stock indices. And so I pulled back from it. And so I'm glad I did, because that's really helped clients the last, let's say, six, seven years that I've done that. And um, you could look at that and say, you know what? We should just be domestic going forward. And I even asked myself, do clients even care about international stocks? On the other hand, maybe could this flip-flop and now EM leads the way? What did crappy for a long time maybe does, does better. Would clients be upset if we don't have money international it does better? Or would they alternatively be upset if domestics continue to do better? Are clients even keeping an eye on international stocks? Do they care? And so this, this dichotomy, at least in my mind, this flipping and flopping is quite the con quandary as I look at it. And so this, for me, has been uh, a little bit of financial PTSD that I consider and I ponder on, or, and, uh, ponder on and I think about. I'd be curious to, to know from you, send me an email. Let me know what, what are you or what have you experienced in terms of financial PTSD? Some people have sworn off stocks altogether because of the 2000s, for example, and they were only do real estate. And so uh, they just can't stand looking at the stock market. Stock market gives them a PTSD. Uh, other people is the opposite, and it, it was real estate gave them PTSD uh, because of what happened in 2007, 2008, 2009. And I'm guessing if you're listening to this right now, you've had an experience, maybe an individual stock, maybe maybe an index, maybe you did options, maybe you had a cryptocurrency experience in the last two years. Maybe you get heartburn at the sight of the stock market uh, being relatively high. Maybe you even doubt stocks could climb higher. Maybe you're afraid of losing money and you're thinking of past experiences where you've lost money. You think of past experiences where you've made poor decisions with money. You think of past experiences where you did the opposite of what you were supposed to do and you bought high and you sold low. 
maybe you even had hired someone and that person, that financial advisor or someone supposed to be a financial advisor made mistakes with your money. Perhaps these experiences may even cause you physical and mental pain. And I've seen many people locked in a state of indecision. And all of a sudden now they have 100K, 200K of money in the bank. It's on the sidelines. It's not in the game. And you haven't been earning much the last few years. And now finally today, as interest rates have risen, it's actually earning you a little bit. And you think to yourself, but at least it's safe. My friends, I want to let you know you are not alone. I'm human. Obviously, I struggle too with my own past pains. And what I do know and what I do believe, maybe you do too, is having a system and having a plan helps. Is it a cure-all? Absolutely not. But if you have things that help to keep you on track, that will make sure to help you Keep your money working, keep your money going, no matter which way the market goes. So let me know, what are your plans? How are you gonna keep on track? What have been your experiences with financial PTSD? I'd love to hear what they are. Shoot me an email, dave at daviddeniston.com. Again, dave at daviddeniston.com. Well, my friends, that wraps up another episode today for the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast. Remember, remember, my friends, slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion, I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. And now for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies, LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we're not appropriately registered or excluded. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. 
This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast, I mentioned insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of an issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.daviddeniston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.